Hello, guys. Welcome back to Andrea's podcast. Today's a, today, I have a very special guest, a good friend of mine, Jessica Blazer. Jessica is one of the kind. I, I have no words to express how excited I am to have her here. And uh, she has so many talents, but she's a New Yorker and uh, a former fitness competitor, retired elementary teacher school, school <laughs> teacher, that she retired very early. And now she followed, she take the lip to follow her dream and her passion to help fitness coaches to up-level their online business. And uh, just like me, seriously, I need her so much in my life because <laughs> to stop like workloading themselves with clients in the gym and uh, monetizing their business online. Yeah. So welcome to our show, Jessica. Andrea, thank you so much for having me and for such a sweet intro. Um, I'm just super grateful to be here and hopefully I can share something valuable to your listeners. Oh yeah, we have, you have a lot to share, thank you. a lot of valuable um, lessons here. So I would like for you to just introduce yourself and to our listeners. Sure. Absolutely. Like you said, I am in New York City. I live here with my husband. I'm working full-time as a business coach or a business consultant where I help people build their online businesses. I take them from zero, really ground up, and we go through everything they need so that they can build out using social media as organic marketing and build out high ticket courses, lower ticket courses, membership sites, anything like that. I've been a personal trainer. I'm a celebrity personal trainer here in New York for 17 years. I did fitness competitions, like you said. I'm an eating disorder. Um, I don't know that I would say survivor, but I struggled with one for many, many years and was an elementary school teacher for eight years. I, yeah, I've been teaching and coaching, I feel like, my entire life. And I love dogs and what else? <laughs> <laughs> handstands. Handstands, yes. You can catch me doing handstands everywhere, for sure. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's awesome. We have a lot in common too, uh, especially <laughs> being a competitor and uh, having the eating disorder. So um, so I, I would like to just kind of uh, circle back a little bit about how you, you know, how you started, why you started um, fitness in the, in the first place. Yeah. I love this question. People ask me so often when I, when did you start fitness? I don't, I don't know a time that I wasn't in fitness. Mm -hmm. And so at a really young age, my parents had put me into gymnastics. Um, I was always flipping around the house, hanging on things. And so I started competing at the age of seven. And then I got into really high level competitive gymnastics, you know, through elementary school and high school, I was traveling around the world, which was really cool. Um, so fitness kind of just was when I mm -hmm. had my first job at about 14, I was helping coach gymnastics and do like birthday parties at the gym. And then I was working at an actual fitness club where I worked in the daycare room and the front desk. And then by the time I turned 17, I was a personal trainer. I'd gotten certified to teach group fitness classes. All through college, I taught group fitness aerobics. We were doing step aerobics back in the day yeah. um, and personal training clients. And I actually went to college for my doctorate of physical therapy. So it just kind of always was. Yeah. Uh -huh. Fitness just kind of has always been a huge part of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, how that led you to that? When you started, like, 
having this issue with your with nutrition mm-hmm. you know with food and having when that always started it's a little blurry but it was sometime around seventh or eighth grade so i was about mm-hmm. 14 probably and then there were ebbs and flows where it got worse and then it got better and then it got worse Mm -hmm. and it got better, but it went on until uh, basically throughout all of high school and then all of college. And then I sought professional help towards the end of college. Yeah. 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 I think it, you know, asking for help is very important. You know, we can't do this alone, but now you are here coaching. Well, now you're a business coach Yeah, and uh, you are actually leading leaders well, leading coaches to become leaders in the industry, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I would love to hear how you went from a elementary school teacher full-time to what you are doing now. Yeah, I love that. So after college, when I decided to take a turn from physical therapy and I got a job teaching, I, again, still phys ed and health. I was still training clients on you know, nights and weekends. So I was still in the fitness industry. I felt like I had a fair amount of time after school. So from 325 until my husband would get home from work late at night, I had a gap of time and I chose to fill it with starting to just build community and started, it initially started on Facebook. I started Mm -hmm. running some like Facebook challenges for women where we would do different fitness and mindset type challenges each week. I actually used to like mail snail mail prizes out to women when they were super active in the group. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And then we decided to all meet in person one day. And so I bought us all matching shirts and we went to a fitness event in New York City. And that grew into my company Fit Trips, which I actually no longer I'm running. I just kind of shut it down, kind of sort of shut it down mm-hmm. in the last, I'd say, 90 days or so. But for four years, I ran a company called Fit Trips, where every month we would do women's-based fitness-inspired field trips. And we would do a class and we would do brunch and we gave back to charity. Um, those turned into international retreats and all sorts of ambassadors in other cities. But in my time after school building Fit Trips, I had gotten years ago, I had gotten involved in a network marketing company. And that's where I was really introduced to kind of entrepreneurship. And Mm -hmm. that's when I started doing competitions. My coach was in a different state than I was. And so she was Mm -hmm. emailing me back and forth and I would pay her and she would Mm -hmm. email me my workout plan and my diet plan. Mm -hmm. And that's when the light bulb went off. And it was kind of like, it was about six and a half years ago. I said, I could do this. So I started training people over email and then having people pay to be in Facebook groups. And then I started creating eBooks and just over the years have kind of worked through the online space in many different capacities. And two years ago, I was having a lot of success in all of these different side hustles and I wasn't Uh feeling totally fulfilled at school teaching full-time. And so I took the leap, I left and I just decided to go full-blown entrepreneurship um, coupled with personal training. So when I moved to New York City, because I was in New Jersey and mm-hmm. with my husband, when we moved to New York, I was personal training clients one-on-one and then also working my I'm online business until uh-huh. a year ago. I stepped out from training and now I'm just doing online. That's so yeah. inspiring. That's yeah. so awesome. And I know that you are you were doing so many amazing things that it's like, it's even hard to like ask what you were like exactly <laughs> we were doing right now. But I know also, I love the fact that uh, you start creating this community. Yeah. You know, you start everything online and then uh, you actually decide to actually get 
that connection in personal connection that yes. I think it's very, very important. Yeah. So when, when you start doing that, did you feel like uh, not only the members of the Facebook group, um, but even like an, you, did you feel like that change in like your, not just your business in a bigger way, but their interaction to each other? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's interesting when I first said like, Hey, let's meet up in person. Mm-hmm. I put so much energy into it and I just mm-hmm. wanted to make it the best event ever. And I sold six tickets and only four girls came and I cried the entire morning because I was so disappointed in myself and I was embarrassed and I couldn't believe that only four girls were going to be there. Mm-hmm. And Mike had said to me, it's not about the amount of girls, right? It's mm-hmm. giving the girls that are coming the best experience they could ever have. So make it the yeah. best day for these four girls. And when I got there and I realized what had just happened and these strangers from online were meeting in mm-hmm. person and they were hugging each other and like felt like they already knew each other. Being the person who facilitated them coming together was just mm. like such a, a spark. And for me, it was like, it, it filled my cup. And for me, it just felt so good to see that I had brought them together Yeah. Um, And it didn't matter at that point how many girls were there or who weren't there. Mm -hmm. And it never started as a business. It never started as something that I would grow. I thought would grow into anything. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of, Hey, let's meet up. And Mm -hmm. I wanted to meet more like-minded friends, more girls that were into taking fitness class and getting smoothies rather than going out for, you know, wine on a Saturday night or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it truly just started because it was kind of something I felt was missing for me in my life. Yeah. And every single time until this day, when I get a group of people together, I just did last week, I held a retreat in San Diego. And when I see everyone together, just like laughing and, and genuinely just enjoying each other's company, I always try to take a moment where I just take a step back and kind of look at everybody. And I'm like, wow, this is so cool. Yeah. It's not amazing. Yeah. So I thought, wow, I, I, I'm just kind of into, so like into the, 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 the conversation and I can visualize like, you know, the people laughing and having a good time because when we get together in our mastermind, you know, retreats, we just like, that's, that's the feeling, right? So that connection, um, I don't know, it's happiness is everything. So for our fitness coaches uh, who are trying to build their online business right now, how, how important do you think that it is for them to actually emphasize on this in-person connection? I think right now, we're about to enter 2020. Mm-hmm. I think right now, in-person events, in-person connection is something that is trending. I think people mm-hmm. are craving in-person events. Mm-hmm. In a, this crazy, super connected world with all our phones and technology and social media, we've never felt more disconnected from each mm-hmm. other. And so I really, truly think that in person is really important. But that said, there's Mm -hmm. still so much power in creating that community over social media or online. So you can still use your online platforms to Mm -hmm. create a community and then maybe meet in person at a point, right? It's not something that you could, you have to do. It's certainly not something that you might be able to do Mm -hmm. right off the bat because you need that community of people who are going to show up for you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. And it's a good reminder too, especially if you are, if you are listening and in your fitness coach and you're just beginning your online business that 
building that online community is the first step. Then from there, you can just go and do your in-person um, retreats, that, which is awesome. Yeah. So I actually, I would like for you to just kind of, a, I want to circle back a little bit about um, you really, you, I know you were very big in giving back. Yes. And that's, it's something that I think what draw me to you in the very beginning was the fact that you truly love giving back to the community. Yes. So, and then I know you support Pencils of Promise. Yes. Which is one of the, the entities that I really truly believe as well. And I love supporting them. So can you just kind of tell us a little bit how the how how this always started and why you chose Pencils of Promise? Sure. I'm not sure 100% where it started. I think I'm very, I'm extremely grateful for the life that I had growing up. And I just was always in a position where I could give, whether that was my time or if I was in a position where I could give back. Um, just donating. My parents had us like donate clothing growing up and we always did food drives and stuff like that. And when I was a teacher, I saw I was in a beautiful town, but we did have some students who struggled and maybe were on, you know, food stamps or had or had help at school. And I would see the kids band together every year for the holidays, specifically around this time of year, you know, Thanksgiving, and we would all collect food as a school and we would give it back. And go to local shelters or whatever that would look like. And it just always felt so good. And, and being able to see the shift in the mindset of a child when mm -hmm. we could give. And so when I brought these women together for fit trips, it was a no brainer that I'm in New York city. A fitness mm -hmm. class here is about $40 a class. That's pretty standard, like 30, mm. 35 to $40 a class. And so my thinking was, if we could spend $35 or $40 on a class and then $15 on the salad after class, mm -hmm. then we could skim off 5 or $10 from each ticket and we can give it back. So for four years that I ran Fit Trips, we actually picked a different charity every single month. And so mm -hmm. I would ask the women in the community, what, what charity means a lot to you? What resonates with you? Um, and sometimes it was maybe something for breast cancer. Sometimes it was a homeless shelter. My own mother actually had a kidney transplant. So I'm a huge advocate for organ donation. So it might be an organ donor or something like mm -hmm. that. And it was actually a year ago when I was having a conversation with an old business coach of mine. And he kind of challenged me, why are you giving back to a different charity every month? Mm. Why don't you just give to one? Because then you could go you can make a much bigger impact if you just gave to one. Mm -hmm. And so it was like a light bulb went off. I couldn't believe I had never thought about that. But when I sat down to figure out what that one would be, it just pencils of promise was written all over that. And I had seen uh, Chris and Lori Harder go on a mission trip with pencils of promise, yeah. Lewis Howes and Amanda Bucci. And yeah. all of them are just such great mentors and coaches of mine. Mm -hmm. Being a teacher, uh, my husband and I actually honeymooned in Africa. And so like, there were just so many pieces of this where when we had gone to Africa, we said, we have to do something. We have to help. And so when my coach challenged me, why don't you give to one charity? It just, it was like a flash before my eyes. And it was just like, well, yeah, Pencils of Promise would be the charity. So uh -huh. yeah, a year ago we shifted and every, everything I do, every time I give back, I'm actually hosting an event this weekend in New York and 
a portion of the proceeds will go to Councils of Promise. I hosted an event back in April. We gave 100% actually of the wow. proceeds. Yeah. And so even every student who joins Empower University, I give a portion. And we just, that's, that's what we feel most called to. I mean, they're, what they're doing is incredible. And mm-hmm. we're creating something out of nothing with these online courses. We're creating money out of thin air. And mm-hmm. it's just to me, you know, it's a no brainer. Why wouldn't we just give back? Why wouldn't we help? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's so beautiful and it's very inspiring too. And I know a lot of people, um, they want to give back. Mm-hmm. They just don't know how. Yeah. And sometimes I think that we overthink thinking that's just monetary. Yeah. Right. But we can donate our time we can buy, buy a form. Like, you know, if I'm working with you, I know that somehow I'm helping. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, if I come to one of your events, I know, you know, I'm benefiting from, from it, mm-hmm. but at the same time I'm giving back. Yeah. But I think that's also part of the community building, right? Like if we have an event and we're all giving back to a cause and I always talk about what that is at the, at the event. So everybody does know it mm-hmm. immediately brings everyone together and you're, you just feel like you're doing something so great together, which you are, but I agree. It doesn't have to be money. It certainly doesn't have to be a lot of money mm-hmm. I, giving 10 cents or a dollar is the same, you know, it makes the same type of impact as giving $10 or a hundred dollars. It's, it's the, it's the act of giving. It's not what or how much, and certainly volunteering your time and even clothing. I mean, how much clothing do we all have sitting around that we don't wear? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. any of it is going to make impact for sure. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I have a question. I think it's more like a personal question, but I'm sure that other coaches out there, not just the coaches, but you know, my listeners as well, will love to hear from you. It's like, how can you keep it up with everything? I know one, you are the Google calendar guru. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, seriously, this is for everybody. This is not just for entrepreneurs. But seriously, I think even moms and uh, even my husband would benefit for, from your course. So we're going to put it on the show Thank notes. You. Also, <laughs> yes, because that changed my life. <laughs> oh seriously. My yeah. Yes. That was so awesome. Um, just how to learn, uh, learn how to use your Google Calendar and uh, in a way that you're actually prioritizing you and not your appointments yes. <laughs> and not your, you know, your work. Um, but that was a light bulb for me. But how do you get everything? Like how do you stay motivated every single day? Because you have a, such a great energy in every time, no matter what you're, I, I see you and you're smiling. You are <laughs> like, you have this energy on you. And Thank I know you. it's not a, easy to keep it up with this, but how? Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't, I can't sit here and say that I do. And I think my husband would definitely tell you otherwise. Um, I'm certainly not always motivated and I'm not perfectly detailed and and scheduled out as much as I'd like to think that I am, but I just try to set into place routines. Mm. So if I can kind of automate a lot of my life and put things into routines where it's not about checking things off the to do this, but more like this is just the structure of my life. And so Mm -hmm. I think when I stepped into entrepreneurship full-time two years ago, it really was a wake-up call where Mm. I had to figure out how to be, how not even be my own boss, but like how to be uh, the boss of my day. Because for so many years, I mean, essentially all from kindergarten through college and then eight years of teaching, I was in school. Like I got to go to the bathroom after first period. I ate lunch after third period. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I got a break at fifth period. And then 
when I left school, it was kind of like, what am I supposed to do with all this time? And it's really hard. And I think sometimes people assume not having a boss or being their own boss is like, oh yeah, I I can just Mm -hmm. have all this freedom, but it's, it is really difficult to get motivated. So I find that the more structure I can give myself, I think humans really innately love structure, Mm -hmm. but the more structure I can give myself, it's, it's better. And, um, I try to, I try to put myself first. I try to make sure as crazy as, as it is right now, the season I'm in my, in my life, mm-hmm. I have to put time on the calendar for date nights with my husband or seeing my friends. And, mm-hmm. you know, some people might think that that's off putting, but where I am right now, if I want to make sure that I'm kind of squeezing it all in, I, I do need to put vacations mm-hmm. on my calendar and just really planning, planning for success. Right. And yeah. just making sure that I am filling all the buckets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that a lot of people don't understand how is a life of a entrepreneur? They, you know, they would, they think that, okay, um, you know, I will f- have my, my freedom. I'm going to have, I'm going to be my own boss. And I remember also when I, I, you know, I quit my full-time job to just be my own boss and I'm still learning right now. Seriously. I'm this mass. I oh, still, me too. <laughs> um, where like, I thought like, how am I going to structure my entire day? Because I, I can wake up at any time, mm-hmm. you know, I can go start working at any time. Nobody's watching me, but at the same time, I'm not making any income. Mm-hmm. So you have to understand that as well. And then I love the fact that you said, you said like structure, structure is very important. Yeah. And I think it's structure is important in any area of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, you have some structure and have some flexibility and allow yourself to just be. Yeah, sometimes. absolutely. And even, I mean, for me right now, I actually need to schedule some downtime in so that I can like go for a walk in the middle of the day and just make sure that I'm, doing the things that I need to do to fill my cup back up. Cause otherwise I will sit here and work for 12 hours and mm-hmm. the work never ends. And it's, it's kind of hard to detach yourself sometimes. So, but I don't have it all figured out. And I think I can speak for most of us when I say we don't like, no one has it all figured out. And mm-hmm. so just have a little bit of grace with yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's what I love about you. You're very transparent. And then you show that on your Insta stories and you show that on your Instagram posts and uh, Facebook posts. So I really, really appreciate that. So, um, and I know that you right now you're about to launch. Yes. You're a new 90 days, not a new, I keep saying new, but it's That's not okay. new <laughs> 90 days, um, online course. So mm-hmm. can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. So empower university is my, 12-week group coaching course, and we do launch it about once a quarter. So every, basically every three months or so, we do launch. And I bring a new class in. I call them students because I was a teacher and it's a university. Um, but yeah, every, every 12 weeks, we are basically launching this. And so it opens up essentially right now, and we're starting the new class on November 1st. And so throughout the 12 weeks, we do group coaching where uh, they will have full access to the entire Empower University mm-hmm coursework and they get lifetime access to that. And that takes them through exactly like everything they need to build a business. There's homework, there's checkpoints, videos, modules, all, all the things. And then we also do live coaching. So during the week, there's two or three coaching calls, depending on the week. I have 
I have assistant coaches that come in and coach with me as well. Mm -hmm. I have a mindset specialist that comes in and does mindset work. Yeah. And then we bring in guest coaches. So like accountants and lawyers and Mm -hmm. people that are super helpful in building a business, but it's outside my zone of genius. And so Mm -hmm. very excited for this fall class to start. Like very, very excited. No, I'm excited for you too. This sounds so amazing. So amazing. Um, And then who is this for? So up until this point, I would say mostly health and fitness professionals, but we are pivoting a little bit and we are kind of allowing in more, um, a broader range of people, but it's anyone who is a current side hustler, a network marketer, someone Mm. who wants to build an online business, someone who's tried, but hasn't had a lot of success. People who are looking to monetize their social media with more than just getting paid ads. So influencer paid ads are amazing. Mm Um, but it's for the person who really wants to own their own product or service and really create their own income. And so anyone really looking to monetize, it's still great for people who own a brick and mortar building because we go through every, you know, all the marketing and just Mm. how to find your ideal client and bring them in for foot traffic. And yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. So awesome. And uh, I'm going to just share um, everything on the show notes and he said, it's going to start on November 1st, right? Yes. November 1st is our class that starts. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. (laughs) I'm very excited. Um, And uh, in your course, I just want to tap in this a little bit, just ask a few questions because I know that a lot of people probably will have questions for you, but then of course they can contact you, but I guess it's my curiosity too, because I know how important it is to have that uh, accountability. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, and uh, also, when you are doing, especially because you mentioned about the mindset, right? So, and then I think mindset is one of the most important things in anything yeah. you do in your life, regardless if it's a business, fitness, competition, whatever it is, you have to have the right mindset. And, um, and in your course with, uh, do you have, um, how much did you emphasize on that area and uh, coaching your clients through? Yeah, sure. I mean, to be fully transparent, I feel like every single coaching call turns into a mindset session, mm-hmm. which if I take it back to my days as a trainer, it was the same thing there, right? You have a client come in and you you think you're going to put them through a workout, or I should say, they think they're going to go through mm-hmm. a workout. And as soon as you ask them like, so how are you feeling? How's your day? They unload yeah. all of this stuff onto you, but it's your job then as a trainer to recognize where are their stress hormone levels? Where is their cortisol? Did they sleep well that night? If, mm-hmm. if someone is going through something at work and they're really stressed out or they didn't sleep, that's probably not a day to push them to hit a PR. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a day to give them an exercise that they're kind of good at and it makes mm-hmm. them feel good, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing with the business coaching. And it's really interesting when I have clients come in, I've found that the gaps, the holes, and the bumps in your business are actually just a direct reflection of the gaps, the holes, and the bumps in your personal life. Mm. And so many times it's, it's not about the email blast or the, you know, the funnel that you're creating or the program price. It's actually a limiting belief or self-doubt or mm-hmm. comparison. And so it's, yep. it's really important that we work through that. So I do, I feel like every call turns into some sort of a mindset yeah. coaching session. That's awesome. And thank you for sharing that because I think um, a lot of coaches, uh, business coaches out there, they, they think that, uh, you know, just teaching the, the ins and outs of like 
you know, creating an online course and, uh, you know, Instagram, all that stuff is what is going to take the client to success, but in reality is not. And I really appreciate the fact that you emphasize a lot on the mindset. And then you explain that it will eventually will, the conversations will end up yeah. being about coaching you through that limiting belief. Yeah, absolutely. And that stuff doesn't go away. So at every level in your business, at every stage, same thing with fitness, every mm -hmm. level, every stage, it's going to come up again. So yeah. those, those little gremlins kind of keep coming back. And so we just have to learn how to how quickly can we shift out of them? Because they're gonna, mm -hmm. the fear is gonna come up, and the mm -hmm. comparison, all that stuff is gonna continuously show up. It never disappears. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with you. And uh, so, yeah, we are about to wrap up here of our conversation. But I always like to finish with uh, some fire questions. Okay. Um, so, what are you grateful for in your life right now? Oh man, so many things. I think at this very moment, I'm just grateful for um, my support around me. You know, the people that I have around mm -hmm. me, whether it's my my students, my husband, my parents, I'm just super grateful because without all of them, I wouldn't have a business. I wouldn't have left my job and I just, I wouldn't be on this path. So yeah, I have incredible support. Awesome. Yeah. And what is, what is one book that changed your life? Ooh, oh my gosh, I'm so yeah, about books right now. <laughs> I know I am too. So it doesn't um, have to be just one. <laughs> I'm such a book nerd. I read I read a couple books a month. I love reading. I would say there's a couple that I reread every year. So T. Harv Eker's Secrets of a Millionaire Mind is one that I've mm. reread many, many times. So I would put that out there. Okay. I'm gonna put it in show notes. Yeah. And uh, well, what are you working on right now? I know you were you're working in on your lounge. Yeah. But anything, anything else that you're working on could be business related sure. or, you know, personal life related. Yeah. So behind the scenes right now, I'm actually very excited. We are building out a new course. It's going to be a higher level course. It'll be a bigger mastermind. It has traveling involved in it, mm. um, but it's going to be for that entrepreneur who is already making a solid 10 to 20,000 a month. And they're looking to really scale to that 30, 40, $50,000 mark. And I'm very excited about what we're putting together. Wow. That's awesome. I'm yeah. so excited just to see, to see all this unfold for you. <laughs> I'm super Thank excited. You. Yeah. <laughs> and has anything else do, would you like to share with us that I have not asked you? Um, my gosh, I don't know if you haven't asked me, but I would say, reach out for help. I feel mm. like when I look at my life and I'm only, I'm 35, I'm candid about it. So I'm a baby to many people. But um, when I look at my life and I realize like the big monumental pivots that I've had, it's always been when I've asked for help with mm. the eating disorder, with changing direction of my job multiple times, with changing mm -hmm. my degree in college, with hiring my fitness coach and then hiring multiple business coaches. I wouldn't be here if I didn't ask for help along the way. And I think that a lot of times we get in our own way. We think that we can do it alone, which you mm -hmm. can sometimes, but it takes longer. Mm -hmm. um, I think our ego gets in the way. Yeah. And I know Chris, our, our coach, our, our mentor, he says it all the mm -hmm. time. I quote him all the time, but ego truly is your biggest overhead. And mm -hmm. it just, it gets in the way when you think you're right, when you don't want to apologize, when you're scared to ask for help. So 
yeah, I'd, I'd say just, I'm going to leave it with that. Like just reach out, ask for help. There's, there's nothing wrong with saying you don't know. <laughs> yeah. I thank you for saying that. I really appreciate it. I think I needed to hear. And then this, you know, again, just a reminder for myself. Yeah, for sure. Always ask for help. I really appreciate that. And, uh, I appreciate you. You know, yeah, I appreciate so much your time. I, you know, I, I know a lot of our followers, um, our listeners will have so many nuggets from this conversation. I hope so. No, they will for sure. And uh, please guys go follow Jazz on Instagram and, and uh, on her social media as well. So where can we find you? So I hang out mostly on Instagram and I'm at jess.glazer, G-L-A-Z-E-R. My website is jessglazer.com. Um, but yeah, mostly on Instagram. I'm on Facebook too, but find me on the gram. Check out my stories. I'm there all day, oh, every yeah. day. <laughs> uh-huh. I love your stories. It's <laughs> so you. fun. Alrighty, guys. Thanks so much for your time, okay, Jess. Thank you so much. I want to acknowledge you and for everything that you're doing and oh, for you. taking messy action and putting yourself out there because every time you do, you are inspiring other people and it's so cool to see. So thank you so much. No, thank you. Thank you for your time. I feel very, very honored just to have you here and uh, I appreciate you. So thanks so much for joining us today, guys. And uh, we will see you next week. <laughs>